Shields up, Ironbreakers. Rick on here coming at you with another video. Welcome back to another episode of the Third Fleet Podcast. Gajan, what episode is today? I don't... I, <laughs> That's I have the best no part. idea. I have no idea either. Is it 69 yet? No. That is a, it, actually, people were talking about 69, we, how many yeah, weeks we're, were left for 69, but we're getting close now. I think that this one should be 64, maybe... I see that there was a 63 like two weeks ago because we haven't been doing yeah, episodes probably, every yeah. week. You're we got stuff to, to talk Final, about. You're addicted to Final Fantasy fourteen. God damn it. Jesus to Christ. The point, to the point that before the podcast started, I was telling you about this <laughs> crippling, crippling sinus headache that is like a knife above my eye, inside my bone, inside the nerve, and I can't, it's been horrible, and you tell me straight out that it's a lack That's of sleep. Yeah, it's sleep deprivation. I have those migraines all the time because kids don't let me sleep, and then I wake up and bad migraine. It's really bad. Oh, I, actually, I actually got checked at the doctor once because of that because it was so bad. I'm like, okay, there's something wrong with me. And then she was like, no, you're just prone to having uh, migraines. And I was like, well, that's great. Thanks. That's I love those news. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we that's had your the- fault. Um, So I'm going to call this the uh, the, the Rury head cake. Head the Rury head cake. Head cake. I'm. So, I just. Just so everyone knows, I just took. I just took an hour nap, so I'm still a little out of it because of my lack of sleep. I was like delirious, so I took an hour nap, and so think, I'm still. I don't think it fixed the, it. The worry head cake. Yeah, I don't think it fixed it. I don't think your one hour fixed it. But yeah. um, we had the, um, the the day before yesterday. We ha wait. Was it the day before? When was it? Was it yesterday? Day I don't even yesterday, know anymore. Yeah. It was the day before yesterday. No. Yeah. Yeah, the day before yesterday. T time is a strange thing when when you have for us small in Japan, it was the to deal with. <laughs> it was forty eight hours ago, not quite. Yeah, but um, we had the 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 May digital event, which came with a lot of interesting news. I was expecting mm. a couple of more things. We'll uh, we'll get into those, but uh, let's get yeah. started by obviously we we're, we're probably going to go in order as to the stuff that was revealed. I yeah, have yeah. like my my notes for the the video that I did afterwards. So the first Perfect. thing that they showed is new Malzino footage. That monster looks so damn fun. Oh, my Lord. Like, the way it moves, and this is the one thing I knew that they were going to show because it's pretty obvious, but, like, the way it moves, the the, the crazy-ass turf war animation it has, the usage of its tail to slap on you, the cloak, how it uses its arms, it, it gives me Gormagala vibes. Those are, those are wings. It's not a cloak. Or, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I said that it's it's wings that it uses like a cloak. Like the animations are really well done where um, it, it swings them around as if it's sort of like a hand with a cloak. Mm -hmm. And the little flying kezu, I'm just going to call them flying kezus or flying gigs. They are adorable. I've seen, I've seen like um, some art that somebody put up on Twitter with uh, where mm -hmm. they had those, they had like wing glider wings or something. It's just yeah. a, a tiny little <laughs> kezu flying with some. Then again, some... yeah, it's, it can't be kezu. Sorry, it should be gigs from Giganox because it's little blood suckers um, with the yeah. open end face. Yeah, yeah, I so, saw that same art. It's adorable. So those are little flying leeches. It makes me think that from the the animations that we saw during the the presentation, that like, so the idea is he bites the monsters to because like monsters in in monster that most of them have thick hides or scales or something like that. In the case of Rathalos, naturally scales. So he has to bite to get the blood flowing, but then the little leeches make sure that there's no blood going to waste. Because if you see a vampire movie, right, they'll bite somebody. 
and then there's blood flowing all over the place. They can't suck out all the blood because just like the blood is flowing, and it seems. Oh, like I thought it was different. I thought it was. How do you suck the blood out of hunters without like literally blood expressions or being like caught into a grab? I think it's. I was thinking that it was like little parasites that come in, they little mosquitoes, and they they bite you, they stick on you, and then they go and they give it back to him because you see them attached to him. Yeah. And they're sort of transferring that energy over. I think that I think that for the hunters it can be like that. But if you notice the way that they did it in, in Rathalos is he actually bites down on Rathalos and then they mm. kind of congregate around that area of the bite, which makes me think that they're just making sure that no blood is going to waste to power up yeah. Malzino or something but like that. But could that mean that if you try to invoke a, uh, a ride in order to make that fight easier that you might cause a turf war? And then he powers up. I don't know. Could be fun. I don't know if he powers up through Turf Wars because they only talked about him powering up with um, mm. engaging in the battle. In, in English, what they called it is a battle of life force between the hunter and Malzino. I don't know what they called it in Japanese, but I was, I was thinking of myself, battle of life force because he gives you blood blight. There's a chance mm. of you getting blood blight, and that, we're not exactly sure which attacks trigger blood blight. But essentially, Blood Blight uh, gives the the most mechanic that I instantly compare the two was Bloodborne. And Bloodborne, when you get hit, you yeah. can hit the enemies back instantly to regain health. It just seems like while that debuff is up, you get to regenerate health by attacking the monster. Yeah, and it's great because you lose it if you don't, which means it reminds yeah. me very much of the... In, in vain, it's like mixing in the Horgora Magala Apex vibe in that it, they're trying... You've got a very aggressive monster in front of you, and they're trying to egg you on to have like a, a head-to-head, right? They don't want you playing safe, and that's a great way to do it is to say, okay, well, you're going to start losing health. You better get in there and start punching it, you know? So I think that's going to be a really intense experience. I just hope that they take into account the slower weapons that can't afford to be as aggressive as some of the other I'm weapons sure they in the will, game. Yeah. Because that that is something that, you know, becomes a bit of a pressure point at certain points in uh in Rise and even in World because there's some weapons that have a lot of uh, setup actually, to get going. Yeah, I didn't read the I didn't read the English webpage, but it, it covers it actually in the Japanese one at least. Oh. Um it's it says that when you get hit with this blight you lose all natural recovery, so all that red red damage is just it's flat out. You're, you lose it. Uh-huh. It also starts depleting your health, and it also reduces the amount you recover from items. So you can't mitigate it by just popping a bunch of potions. And I mean, said, you can you know, still heal but, according to what they say. So, but bleeding does that as well, if I remember correctly, right? If you get bleed, then you can't heal as efficiently. Wasn't that a thing in the older uh, games? I, I don't know. I always just squatted and got rid of it. But yeah. they say that it, when you attack the monster, you recover um, health according to the amount of damage that you dealt, is what it says on the website. So that would compensate for great swords and hammers and not gun lance though <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what I, I feel the least damage of all the weapons how's this fair <laughs> good luck <laughs> oh yeah but um yeah that's it's it's an interesting status for sure uh, like i said i do hope they take into consideration these slower weapons because it can become a problem and not just slower weapons but weapons that have a significant amount of set up before they can actually attack uh an example of this would be in iceborne for instance because with a gun lance you'd have to 
pop the the worm stick before you could actually attack. I mean, you can attack without it, but your your damage is going to be really bad. So, you know, you they have to take that type of stuff into into account and, you know, also weapons that require uh buffs to their attacks and stuff like that. They have those temporary buffs that you got to do. So, we'll see. We'll see how that uh pans out, but definitely looks like a really exciting fight. And I'm curious to see the the power-up version of Malzino, which they didn't really show, but the transition looked friggin' amazing, right? Oh, like, yeah. The way that he just puts the, like you were saying, the cloak, but it's actually the wings, and then you can just yeah. see the red in his eyes, and he Ching. flashes out. It's like, he's, he's got, like, something going on in his in his neck. Not sure if you notice it, like some kind of a red thing in his neck when, when that pops out. But, yeah, I'm curious to see what he's going to be doing with all of that. Yeah, he or she, depending on how the story plays out, oh, it's, yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be a really exciting. I mean, I I know they're calling them the, the four lords, but we don't know. Um, the it three, would be nice the three actually, lords, it, not four. Three lords, sorry. My brain is on generations still, but uh, <laughs> it would be nice to to have a uh, someone next to Gameth to represent, so to say. And the but Malzino is just oh so cool, and the just for I saw some people confused. The status effect that you're getting here, this is not the same as Seregios. This is, or should I say, Sir Regios, Mr. Sir. <laughs> um, that's that's a different uh, debuff. So They were confusing, what, the blood blight with the, the bleeding on Seregios? Yeah, the bleed blight or whatever it is, bleeding, or I don't mm. know what they call it. The, the other thing was the, the turf war. You had already mentioned it before, but geez, the turf war is so incredibly violent with Lunogaron. He just literally stabs it with his tail, drags it through the ground, then throws it in the air, jumps up, grabs it in the air, and tosses it in the dirt again. It's like that's not a turf war. That's a beatdown. Yeah, he just straight up delivers a beatdown. It's like we're the three lords, but I'm the one that rules the the roost or something. I'm the one on the package. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) I'm the flag. We might be the three lords, but I'm the flagship. Okay, understand. Please understand, but uh, immediately, <laughs> immediately after the Malzino stuff, they come out with Seregios. Seregios shows up chasing down a Rathian, and he looks a oh lot shinier God. than what I expected. I didn't think that he would be this shiny. I guess that yeah, they, he, he never was like that in the previous games because of 3DS limitations, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. He wasn't very shiny, and this one's so shiny. It's, it's almost like he's chuck yeah. full of chrome or something. It's just, what's going on here? Yeah, I like it because, I mean, the scales are supposed to be razor sharp, right? That's the whole point yeah. is that when those little pine cones go out and they hit you, you're supposed to be bleeding, and he just looked a little bit more chunkier, a little bit more fluffier, like, v- you know, more volume to him, which I really liked. He looks great. And if they're bringing back his special weapons, oh, my God. As I'm gonna have so much fun with my light bowgun is back, baby. Back on the menu, it's gonna be what, so what good. What did it do for light bowgun reload? When you when you did a sidestep, it reloaded bullets. <laughs> oh damn, dude! Oh god, that, that is, was so good. That is straight up busted. It, it, it's like with weapons, it did the the sharpening thing, obviously, but it makes me wonder. It took if, like four or five evades, yeah. It, it makes me wonder if they're planning on doing multiple things like that for different weapons. We already have some things here and there in Rise. Like you look, for instance, at how um, Volstrax's weapons synergize with Volstrax's gear. 
because when you get dragon blight, the, I yeah. forget what you get dragon heart or whatever it is, and then the weapon deals more damage. Uh, you also have, I think that um, Mal, not Malzino, Magnamalo's one does the same thing. If you get his debuff, it also deals more damage. Now you would get potentially whenever you you do the dodges with Seregios weapons, you'd get sharpen or you get reloads. Um, yeah, maybe with they can balance get- it by saying like you know maybe because of the weapon skill system and how it changed, they can say it its strength or how many evades it takes depends on how many pieces of its armor you have on or something. Actually, like, I'm- they can find a way to balance it. I was just thinking about this. Due to the fact that we have the ramp up system, then it's probably going to be a ramp up skill, which means. You'll only get it if you select that specific rampage skill, most likely. Probably, and that makes a lot of sense. If it is, that yeah, would because also work. because all the other examples I gave were also ramp up skills, so I'd expect. But it'd yeah. be cool to have more unique ramp up skills uh, based around some of these new monsters. I'm assuming that we'll also get something. We're probably going to get life regen for Malzino, like that. That just feels like a natural, <laughs> natural thing that will occur. Life regen, which which means that a lot, of, but I was thinking I was about to say which means that a lot of people are going to be running life regen, but not really because you'd have to be using Malzino's weapon in this case, which is actually yeah. an an elegant solution to the situation that we had in World where everybody was running. I think it was was it like two attack plus regen or something like that most of the time. During- yeah, they have more options now to do a little bit of tweaking to balancing than they had previously, which is good. Let's hope they do good balancing because it would suck if everybody's just using Malzino's yeah. weapons. Oh, Malzino's weapons best. Life steal. Let's go. And, and nobody uses anything else. So we'll see how all of that stuff pans out. But definitely Seregios being back is is a good thing. And uh, even though Cyanator uh, had been announced, I'm not sure if they had confirmed that the bleed status would be back. I mean, people just I assumed believe they that did. Yeah, they did. OK, I believe they did. Yeah. So, but with Seregios, if in case in, there was any doubt, it's like there's definitely going to be bleeding back. Like, don't yeah. even, don't even consider anything else. It's definitely going to happen, squat. and it's cool to see him back. Time to squat, man. Time to become Zach from FF. Do our we're squats. Gonna, you think we're going to get uh, Dango Jerky or? <laughs> Probably, yeah. I can imagine there'll be a food solution for that. There, there's going to be a food solution. I just. But I'm I'm old school. I just like to, to just crouch and watch a little. I'm okay. Yeah. I, 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 I squatted down. I let the wound heal. It's like a bad tummy ache or something. You know? in, in World, it, it lasted long enough where sometimes squatting was not always the, the best solution, which is why I started using a lot of <laughs> Estera Jerky closer to the end, depending on... I only ever... T- I didn't even know about Estera Jerky until the Alatran fight. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm like, I'm like, what is that? They're like, oh, you need it. I'm like, I don't even know what it does. So, yeah, a jerky removes bleed, real good. We're gonna get Elgato <laughs> jerky. People are saying it's gonna be Dango. I hope it's not Dango, dude. So, our hunters can only consume so much sugar. All right, there needs to yeah. be a point that there's a limit in in sugar intake. Our hunter is gonna get sugar rush, and we're gonna get the runs in a really need bad way and stuff. Muffins? No, meat. Yeah. We need meat. meat. Meat and fish. And, you know, Sausages. protein. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so after Seregios, we got uh, Aurora Somnicanth, which is an mm. ice uh, subspecies of Somnicanth. And I was just like, 
I don't know. I was not the biggest fan of Somnicanth because she's such. It's such a pushover monster. You basically just yeah, wail so on it I'm, and it dies so fast. So I don't. I don't know what they can do to make it better. Well, if you noticed, I mean, I'm hoping that they go a little overboard with the AOE effects, like they were showing off a little bit of in the trailer, because its movement itself is actually pretty easy to mm -hmm. deal with. It reminds me sort of like Najarala in the way that, and I'm st I'm still not giving up on Najarala coming back, by the way, <laughs> because it moves just like it. I think they planted the seed. So um, with it slithering around and stuff, it, the movement's not that complicated, and the hit zones are juicy enough that I think they real double down on the ice, especially if they give it like defense down as a debuff, because that's always something I like about G rank or not, sorry, uh, master rank is that defense down is you can like say the, G rank. It's fine. It's not a forbidden word. <laughs> the, the, what do you call it? The, um, the defense down kills more people than I think any other blight besides, um, stun because it really get, makes you take a lot of, extra damage and but it, monsters that cause it people don't think about it you know it can't be down it can't really be an ice attack though because for rise all of the ice attacks they do the the wire bug regeneration debuff that's what they do so i wouldn't well, maybe it if it has like different things which would make sense because somnicanth has access to uh flash yeah. has access to blast has access to a different bunch of different stuff so maybe aura somnicanth can have access to some kind of like acid shell or whatever and it claps maybe i've been playing boom, too much ff and like i'm too i'm too much in love with the mechanics of of boss fights in ff but i think it would be cool if it had some aoe's that you can't avoid unless you wire bug over it like it's a huge wall of ice that's coming at you and you gotta almost like tetris or whatever you gotta jump over it so if you don't have a wire bug if you if you're abusing it then you're kind of screwed i can i, I can see that i can see that happening because you already have in rise multiple uh attacks that require the use of a wire bug so for instance when uh ibushi does his attack where it throws you in the air if you don't wire bug out of it there's yeah. a follow-up when Malzino i think if every monster had you, it it would be better yeah when malzino grabs you and then launches you in the air as well if you don't have a wire bug, there's a follow-up. You're going to get smacked. So there, there's plenty of attacks like that. So I'm, I can see something like that being a thing. Yeah, I, I hope they double down on it because that would balance out some of the superpowers that we have as a hunter, I think, is if there's a cost, you know, for just abusing it. I think that would be great. Maybe the yeah, wire bug's just getting exhausted and they just like, okay, now you've, I'm overheated, like leave me alone. But, you know, getting, getting a debuff is never fun as a player. So having it where like, okay, well, there's going to be a dangerous attack where you can, you can tackle it if you have it, then that would be a solution, you know? Yeah, but I, I agree. It would be good if monsters have more situations to deal with uh, the hunter power that the wire bugs provide us because clearly capcom is going into this direction of uh people in my stream are even calling it monster may cry but <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about that as we you know yeah. as we get to the ending of of the news itself but yeah that 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 is a very interesting thing but yes i agree hey, do you want you want to know the japanese name for the aurora somnicanth go ahead shoot the somnicanth subspecies <laughs> It, it, I don't know it, if people. I don't know if anybody called? realizes that in Japanese they do not give it a descriptive name. They just call, they just put the word ashu at the end, which means subspecies. You don't get any descriptor. So <laughs> somnicanth ashu done. Ashu, yeah. <laughs> so well, it's uh, isom isom ni kuni is its actual name in Japanese. So 
That's that's what it is. And even for the 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 rare species like the silver and gold, we don't call them silver and gold. They're just you know Rathalos kishoshu, which means rare species. So it's like Diodeus kishoshu. That's it. So that's so one area the, I like about the localization is that they so they give usually be, based on color. Azure would be Diodeus Ashu. Yep, Diodeus yeah. Ashu. And then oh. the the other one is the rare Hashu. Yeah, Diodeus kishoshu. Boom. <laughs> It's it's yeah. So I, I it's always fun for me to see the names in English afterwards and be like, oh okay, that's neat. You know, Aurora Somnicanth. Yeah, pe- people need yeah the Aurora. People need to to get like a a more descriptive term. But uh, after the Aurora Somnicanth, they brought something. My boy. I was, I was just like, you could have deleted this monster, not put him in the game. Though. Dude, it's like one of my favorite in the entire I'm, game. I'm Everyone hates on him. I, I'm actually I joking. Him. I don't. I don't mind fighting Almadron. The one thing that I do mind is that I swear to God that his uh, his drop chances are different from other monsters. So like, it's way easier for you to get say a purple orb from a uh, what's it called uh, Mag Magnamalo. Speak for yourself. Dude, yeah, it, it is just, it is a it's thousand RNG percent. messing with you. It's RNG messing with you because like I Here's cannot get Magnamala ores, but I can get Almadrons like like it. For it's free. not just messing with me. Then it's messing with me and all of my friends because everybody that I play with, they all agree with me. It's, it's and like I can how get many orbs of those people from... complaining? Wait, 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 wait. How many of you guys actively love this monster though? Probably none of you. I think that's the difference. I mean, I don't love him, but I don't hate him either. Like I've gotten used. Well, there's to a love factor. You gotta love him in order to get. His oh, you drops. got you gotta love him to get his drops. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. No. If you don't like me at the this, you can't have me at the that. You know, kind of thing. Like if you don't like oh, me muddy, then you can't. Okay. You know, halfway in the ground, then you can't have my orbs. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is it called in English? The magma. Magma uh, almudron. So I'm assuming in Japanese, almudron ashu. Oromidoro is his Japanese name. Oromidoro. So Oromidoro, Oromidoro, Oromidoro Ashu. Oromidoro. I love the name. The name has a very rhythmic sound to it, doesn't it? Oromidoro. Oromidoro, yeah. It has a rhythmic sound. Yeah, Oromidoro Oromidoro. Ashu. Yeah, Oromidoro. <laughs> but, Wait, uh, okay, I'm going to say this, though, because I am a huge fan of Agnactor, yeah. especially Glacial One, to the point that it, it was on my top five monsters of all time video that I did years ago. I love that monster and this little clappity clap with its jaws and everything. I like the. I think it's clap. coming in this game. I th- I do not. I see people going, "Oh, rip!" or he's not coming because this sort of takes his spot. No, I don't see it. I completely mm. think we're going to get Alm- Almadra- uh, 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 Agnactor in this game. I was not a big fan of people calling it Discount Agnactor. I was like, "Hey, man, come on, man!" It's like, what the hell? It's his own thing. <laughs> I can Almadron t- is his own thing. It's. Yeah, and also, like, you know, Agnactor doesn't fling magma out at you, like, as projectiles. Where oh, he's got laser. Almadron is going to be, like, f- he's going to be swimming in and throwing out magma all over the place. It's going to be fun. I I mean, I'll, I'll wait to see. Again, my biggest wish for Almadron is, like, let me actually chop that tail. I want to chop it. I want to see, see a big chunk of meat coming off of that tail. That'd Bonk. be so satisfying. But no, they're... Is gonna give us a little. What did I call? It? I'm not gonna call it the same thing I called yeah. it last time. Let's let's not. I have a theory on why they did that. <laughs> why they did that though. My theory is if you the the team cares a lot about uh, the, the way the reason why the animations are so good in Monster Hunter games is that they take into to a certain account. I mean, it's a fantasy game, but they do 
take into account inertia and body weight mm-hmm. in a lot of the animations. And a lot of its moves are based on the fact that it has a heavy bald tail and it uses it to swing its body and, and twist. And I think without that tip, the animations would look ridiculous. Like, I don't think they would look, they no, would feel off. That's why I said do you, th- they should just change the way that he moves afterwards. Like, he should be clumsy after he Completely loses the Completely different monster. Yeah, and, and shoot blood at you. Remember how I said he should just shoot blood at you first? <laughs> <laughs> Weaponized blood. <laughs> I'm going to bleed on you until you die. <laughs> One thing I was disappointed a little bit from the original Rise was I was really hoping that if you were to grab a Mizutsune and go over and start hosing him down, that it would, like, create a hugely advantage situation for, like, yeah. 30 seconds. Like, you're like, yeah, okay, we're hosing you down, buddy. Like, that's, oh, shit. I mean, you know, techni- he becomes, like, half naked. Technically speaking, it does because water blight has the yeah. effect that you deal more damage or something like that. So, technically speaking, it does give you an advantage, just, like, not something specific. But it would be cool if there was some special interaction there. It's like, why are you trying to wash me down? Same thing with uh, potentially Baroth. That'd be cool as well. Mizu and Baroth, because they're all muddy boys and whatnot. That would be cool. But um, mm. Magma, Magma Almudron, I do think that I like Magma Almudron more than the water version, because fire is much more appealing to me than like all of the mud and all of the other stuff that he does and the the golden the golden mud that bleeds you and it's like, uh, what is this mud laced with piss? (laughs) (laughs) You bad. Yeah. But, uh, another thing that they mentioned, which I kind of feel like this should have been expected in a way, but they feel the need to mention it because again, there's a a lot of people that came new into the franchise back in 2018 and on world, which is also the reason why I did the, the video that I did yesterday, which where I go over like how many monsters people can expect for this game, because there's still a lot of people that don't understand what an ultimate, despite us talking constantly about it in the podcast and in videos, there's still a lot of people that don't understand what a G-Rank expansion is, where, for instance, at, during the event, I specifically said, you know, there's going to be people that are going to say, so nine monsters, that's it, that's all we're getting. <laughs> And, and you sure, know what? I, sure I enough, have to think that most I, I, of those people are just trolling. No, they can't, they can't be legit. They're, they're not like, dude. Sure enough, I received the comment in that video of someone legitimately saying, "So you're saying I can't criticize the game because there's only going to be nine monsters or something of that nature?" I and, I can't believe it. I mean, the, Monster Hunter, every iteration of this game ever, the trailers, even for this game specifically in the expansion. Every trailer, every news drop reveals a little bit more. And there's like, here's two more, here's three more, here's two more, here's three more. And it's like I'm hoping they don't do that this time. It's, I, people you know are what? saying at this point, I you I would normally tell you no, that's what they do, but at this point, as we discussed last time, their marketing strategy yeah, for this one is changed. so different that anything is is possible. But it's at this like point. I I'm I'm happy they only re- how many monsters they reveal in this one in this particular presentation. So there was Urasamicanth, uh, Magma, Seregios, and nothing else. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Three. So they revealed three. I I had predicted they were going to reveal like seven. Yeah, I thought that's what I would have expected. I thought they would talk more about the returning monsters outside of Seregios. Yeah, I was fully expecting like Kongalalas to be running around uh, and stuff like that. But I, they're focusing on just a few. Like, one returning big boy and, like, two subspecies per trailer. I would be... Okay. I would be super happy if they don't reveal a single other monster. 
<laughs> like just show us you know switch skills stuff like that show us potential i i think that you think there's going to be a new look i mean we'll we'll we should save the speculation towards the end because we still have so yeah. much to go through right i'll just say but, like i hope they do that however i have zero faith in the gaming communities around the world and so i think i would rather have it revealed in an awesome high octane trailer than for someone to just put a data mind picture on twitter oh that's what you, that's you know what, what you're talking about when you because like i don't like the if general... someone's gonna release it to me i want to have it with yeah, impact I, I get it and there's no chance in hell that's i'm gonna get gonna to the game it. yeah because unless i have early access or something crazy there's no way i'm gonna get in the game and see it and be or the, the average person's gonna be surprised and see it in the game for the first time unless you completely go offline i don't see how that's possible it's like I, I the the reason i was a little bit taken aback is because i have a serious problem with sometimes over generalization that people do with gaming communities it, it actually triggers you know like for instance there's a ton of people that will go out and just say oh man souls community is so toxic and i'm like no no it's not like yes there's a couple of bad apples but a majority of the community are actually really cool. People say the same thing yeah. about the monster Hunter community, the World of Warcraft community. Like every community uh, that I've been a part that I've been a part of in gaming, people will usually go up to that community and like, "Oh, these people are so goddamn all of them to talk. I hate them." That's yeah. <laughs> because, and then you and then you drill in and you find out that they saw maybe knee-jerk reactions from yeah. 10 users, like three from Reddit, yeah, two exactly. from Twitter. And it's like Okay, out of how many millions of players who play this game? Like Yes. You, so that, ha you that's have I... to bathe inside of a game for months in order to get a grip on the community. And you have to be active. And after time, then I think you can make a general statement. But even then, you're still in your bubble. Yeah. You've got to realize that, you know, you There's could just be on bad pages. You could just be in bad groups. You could just be subbing to the wrong accounts. Like, there's always... Bubbles. But that's why when you said gaming communities, I was like, hey, hey, hey what the hell? <laughs> but no, you're, t you're talking specifically about data mining and stuff like that. And yes, yeah. I, I'm not a, a fan of data well, mining. day one, I'm all. sure the the boss fight uh, YouTube account will have the last yes. boss on thumbnail. Yes. You know, so. As, as they I, do, I, just like straight up put a boss into the thumbnail. Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm I don't still, have any. Uh, we're, we're how many months into the release of... Um, Elden Ring, and if you go to my channel, you still will not find a boss in a thumbnail. I mean, you might find um, what was his name, Margit, but that's because Margit yeah. was in the closed network yeah, yeah. test. I think I might have used his face once, but that's it. Because I just refuse to use boss faces and thumbnails, and I lose tons of views because of it. But it's yeah, it's like no, at least people it preserves, don't have a choice. Yeah, it, 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 at least it preserves the experience for the for the people that you know want to eventually see it for themselves and I, I just wish more people would be considerate of that with uh, the data and this is why it. you're my virtual husband in final fantasy <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the respect <laughs> anyway. that or i just wanted to dress <laughs> yes one of those two but one um moving on the the thing that i was going to bring up was the they announced that the base rise monsters are getting a couple of new moves added to their repertoire uh which yep. is, again, like I said, I think most of the community that knows how ultimate expansions work and G-rank expansions, we all expect stuff like this. But again, there's always yeah. new people coming in. Well, so I what's do think nice it's this time is they, they specifically showed skills that are not in the master rank versions of the existing... Like, you know, Tigrex has a master rank version, a G-rank version of him. So yeah. they're not just talking about the, the new moves that came with that transition. They're talking about 
moves that are new and specific to this game. So I thought that was cool. Like yeah. the bite and spin. I've never seen that before. The Oh, yeah, the, the, the bite and spin that he does. Yeah, that and Agnesom gets the somersault and whatnot, and you can expect new moves for pretty much most, if we need not more, all We need more monsters. yeeting. Dude, more yeets. I want to see something crazy from my boy Tetranodon. That's what I want to see. Oh, I want to yeah. see what G rank Tetranodon is going to bring. It's going to just hey, like smash call, call me a believer, though. I still think Xamtrius is coming. I would I would bet Zenny on it. Like, uh, I don't know. I see a lot of people reacting weird. This just might be the people I follow, but I see these like, oh, my God, they didn't announce Gormagala. Oh, my God, like Xamtrius rip. I'm like, guys, the they're focusing on the, the new subspecies and one really, you know, top line monster who's returning. Like, there's plenty of possibility for a lot of monsters to re be returning. Heck, Giganox, maybe. I don't know. We have got little Giggies now running around sucking blood. Maybe we could have little. We have Giganox back. I don't know. Hmm. I have not. I have hope. I'm a hopeful hunter. We'll see how that stuff pans out. Um, now, another thing was, and this is the one that I have some uh, questions for you followers. Now, followers seems extremely interesting. The fact that you're going to be able to go on quests with. Uh, the NPCs both from Kimura as well as the NPCs from friggin' um, Elgato and all of that. Particularly the the Gunlance one, Master Arlo. Dude, Master Arlo <laughs> looks like... And he's got the coolest looking Gunlance that I've ever seen in my whole goddamn life, dude. Like, that Gunlance looks so brutally gorgeous that... Yeah. So I'm super excited about it, but there's questions around this, which obviously you can't use them in multiplayer. So this is going to be a yeah, single-player single only player thing. Only thing. And it's not for all the quests. It's like a special series of quests. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you if the Japanese uh, version of it gives you any more insight because the way the English version made it sound is that there's going to be, like you just said, a specific series of quests called follower quests where you go on with these characters. There are people that are theorizing this could potentially be for village quests, so like all village quests, which would make sense. If you think about it, because, you know, village quests are single player quests. They don't interact with other multiplayers. And it allows them to tell a more focused story when you have these characters actually going on hunts with you. Like, how many people yeah. would like to have done uh, quests with some of the, the ace team, right? Yeah, I think the question will be the ratio, right? Because obviously it's a type of uh, single player village quest. So there will be village quests that you're not with other play with with other characters, but I'm curious about the ratio. Is a vast majority of these going to be, you know, uh, joinable by NPCs that you can gradually unlock? Like maybe like because there's characters that you don't really know and interacted at the beginning. Maybe once you do, they can then be chosen, sort of like the uh, the system in Final Fantasy. They can be chosen as your companion when you redo a quest and you don't have cutscenes. Like, maybe they can join you. Like, there's a slot, and you can just choose who you want to go with. I don't know. If they make it too limited, I will be very sad, because I think it's a fantastic idea. Like, being able to hunt alongside Minoto. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, the and the new renders. Oh, God, they're so good. <laughs> I lost I lost my proverbial shit when I saw that. I was like, oh, rewind, so rewind. So with the Japanese version, they don't give you any further details on that. It's just like, follow I mean, requests, and that's it. Yeah, the English website is really weird. They call it the follower collab quests. Yeah, follower like, collab what quests. The, 
Why would you call it a collab quest? Yeah, it's the like, collab like, the collab part. Like, what is, is that? It's like weird. a collaboration with Pokemon, or I'm collaborating with Minoto now. It's like, it's, yeah. yeah, I don't like. They just call it a follower quest. Don't call it a collab quest. That's just weird. But in because, Japan, they called it follower quest then. Um, they, it's a it's a different, um, it's it's a made up phrase that they have, and it's more about like, it's almost like um. An alliance of courage, like you know, teaming up with with other hunters. Um, I can't really give a good translation for the name, but yeah, it's they they've got a new uh, noun for it at least. But yeah, they're saying that there's special quests in which you can go on with players from the story, and they are single player only. So this is so it doesn't specifically say that these will be village quests; they're just special quests. Yeah, I mean, there could be hub as well. As far as we know, there could be hub follower quests, right? Like, there could but be village follower quests. It, can't, it be... can't be hub follower quests because hub are, technically speaking, always multiplayer. And these quests will be single player only, so they can't okay, be Okay, well, hub. then, yeah, they are village then. I'm thinking it might also just be something that you'll unlock after you do... It, it's either going to be as you progress through the village, you'll start doing these, which I think is what would make the most sense, or it'll be like an endgame system. It might be. I mean, one, one they, of the even, they haven't seen here, you'll be able to earn exclusive, exclusive rewards in these quests. Yeah, people like, people were saying in my, in my stream, they were saying that potentially you would be unlocking their weapons and gear. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if this is how you get their armor and stuff? Yeah. <gasps> that would be great. That would be great. I would, like, like, don't make it all DLC. Give me a chance to earn it in-game. I don't care if they bloat it where it's like, Complete 100 quests with Minota, follower quests with Minota to get her armor or something. Maybe don't with her. bloat like, it that much. Not everybody's well, going to Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, quests. I don't mind. Like, yeah. that, it, there's incentive there to be had, yeah. and I love the idea. So long as it's not do the same great. five quests over and over. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Oh, doing exactly. Multiple it's, quests. It has to do with the amount of quests that they have, right? I'm going to fit. Listen, this is going to be the first time that I will have uh, somebody else playing a gun lance next to me. Because it never happens. <laughs> I'm going to play with Master Arlo because he's the only one who plays a gun lens. Cap, cap, so what's interesting is that they really opened the door for a lot of these, though, because they say, at least I'm not looking at the English website, but the Japanese website, probably the English as well, talks about, like, these are, you'll start to unlock characters that you can bring with you in these quests slowly as you play through the main scenario of the game. Yep. And each character uses not only their specific weapon that they use, but they also have their specific type of play style that they mm -hmm. use. So it makes me think that we could have two lancers. We could have two gun lancers. And maybe that, because we have, like, the duality seems to be a big thing, right? You got, like, the, the switch skill set one and two. You've got all these things. So it could be kind of cool, like, if maybe we have, you know, Minodo is, like, the one set of, like, you know, switch skills and... And stuff like that, and then the other Lance or whoever that might be will have the other ones, and so they'll be slightly different. That could be fun. I mean, I watch out! I mean, watch out, Palicos, man! They're gonna take your spot as the new companion <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they're not careful. And they I also said that they they will have several, multiple characters from Kamuda. So that tells me, like, the dream of going out with um, what's her name and her heavy bowgun, uh, Yamogi. Yamogi, yeah. Hunting with her could be a reality, which would be fun. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about that, dude. Be able to take Yamogi. And would be cool if she had like um is there there's no wyvern heart in in Rise, right? 
think there's only Snipe. Or is there Wyvern Hard? I don't. No, there is. There no, is. Never no, mind. I, I no, think yeah, there is. No I, I don't. I don't play. I don't play heavy bowgun. You can tell. Enough. Neither of us. Neither of us play heavy bowgun. But I uh, mean, I've I've played sticky heavy bowgun, but I've I've never. Of course. Played, of course, you've like, played heavy, sticky heavy bowgun. heavy bowgun. You and everybody else. Everybody else, exactly. Bunch of degenerates. So I'm, I'm willing to, to admit when I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But um. But this this to me is the big the, the biggest announcement of the event actually. The followers. To me personally, yeah. The idea of being able to hunt with these characters, so like, think about it. Like, we, we went to a point where they were just standing there, and we talked to them, and they were cool. They didn't even have their own names, most of them. Then we go into Iceborne and, you know, World, and all of a sudden characters have names. They have personalities. They have, you know, more in-depth roles. That's cool. But even th- then, we still had, like, the Admiral or the, the Handler. Like, we, we want more personality. We want to interact with them. That's one of the things that made the Ace Hunters so fun is because they were characters that you interacted with. You had some quests in which they were right next to you. They would pop up during cutscenes, and they were on their own trajectory. Like, now we've got full names for everybody, and we're going to be able to have them in the story, and we're going to be able to play with them. It's, it's, I, I love it. Maybe people will think it's a small gimmick and they'd rather just hunt with other players. Maybe we'll get people screaming, oh my god, they're going to kill the multiplayer scene in Monster Hunter because everyone's going to be hunting with Minoto, which is not going to happen. Um, I mean, ultimately... I love it. It's a good idea. I, I don't think that this replaces other players because if you're playing with friends, you're still going to want to play with friends. It's not, yep. oh, I don't want to play with you anymore because I just want to play with Minoto. It's like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense no, to me. Yeah, because these for, are their own quests. Yeah. But for players that like to play solo, this is a nice addition for them. And it's, I think it's particularly oh, yeah. important because with the Nintendo Switch, obviously if you want to play online with other people, you have to play Nintendo online and not everybody can afford that, right? Or not everybody wants to even do the, the subscription thing. So unless they're next to somebody else to play in ad hoc mode, they're kind of screwed. They they really are mostly playing by themselves so it's a yeah, nice so i hope i hope they pace. do what they did in the old games which is like you would not have like the the g rank or the the master rank monsters in village until like in like generations ultimate if you went through all the side chain quests in the village you would then on un- you know there was ways to unlock let's say a, a g rank monster in the village mm-hmm. and that would be a, uh, an opportunity for people who don't go online to to play against and get those materials like they could do that with follower quests i think and that would be cool like if yeah, you do all the quests and you, you, you do all that the then you can unlock them. a version of them yeah. provided that you've done it online i suppose but like yeah that'd be cool hmm. but so you're saying that this is your favorite um your favorite feature from this my, event? yeah i'm not sure if this is my favorite feature it's definitely a feature that i'm uh, very curious to see its implementation it's a feature that scares me to a certain extent particularly from the the point of creating guides for the game and whatnot it's going to be exponentially harder with uh the switch skill swap when you think about it because you're going to be able to with the switch skill swap they announced yeah not can just we the can fact- we t- Go, go ahead, sorry, finish your they, they They announced not just the fact that um, you're going to be able to swap between two sets of Switch skills, but on top of it, there's going to be five total Switch skills, including 
the what I would call the signature switch skills, which were the one that you couldn't change. So in longsword, this would be serene pose that you can't change, which is the two wire buck counter. And the gun lance, this would be the guard's edge, which you can't change. Uh, in the lance, I think it was Twin Vines, if I'm not mistaken, right? Twin Vines was always there, mm. I think. But yeah, every weapon would have something with the charge would be advanced morphing slash. With the sword and shield, it was the one where it yeeted you forwards. I forget the actual name of it. But yeah, there, every weapon would have these signature moves. Now you can change those as well on top of changing everything else. And you can have two distinct sets of switch skills that you can swap between on the fly in the game. First thing that I thought of was Sakura Slash and Helmbreaker. What are you doing? Mm. That's insane. The soaring uh -huh. kick and Sakura slash. People were very quick to tell me, well, yeah, but there's wire bugs. And I'm like, well, yeah, but still, <laughs> you, you, you just go to red with three Sakura slashes. And then, then you, you swap, swap over to your big one. And then yep. soaring kick and then swap and Sakura slash. You don't even need to do counters anymore. You just keep swapping and going. Like I Not to mention that, you know, swapping you would think would be you know, like you'd be stuck in a big animation or something. No, they've actually no. made swapping like Valor mode. Like you get the special evade when you do it. So it's like, they. this is Hunter May Care. Hunter May Cry, sorry. Hunter May Cry. No, Monster care. Monster May Cry. Monster May Cry, yeah. <laughs> it is. And, 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 you know, I saw some people drawing parables to Neo in the stances, but I think that was different because that was, some, that was not an optional thing. That was integral to how you took down certain... Do you think that this um, is going to be an optional thing? Yeah, because you can. It's still monster, and you can kill anybody with any move. You like, you could just take one move of a lance and kill any monster if you just know how to deal with them. You know, like I, it's it's not like Neo where it's like, no, if you don't use a low hitting stance move, then they're going to just kill you. Like it's it's all all the moves have always been optional, so I don't think you have to engage in this. Of course, I think it's beneficial if you do. Obviously, yeah. Um, but it's not necessary. So I don't think it's more like Neo. I think it is like Devil May Cry. <laughs> I think it, I think the things that are going to be possible in the hands of really good hunters, um, Team Darkseid, uh, it's going to be disgusting. It's going to yep. be crazy. And I, I want to see the monsters dial it up. I want them, I don't want, but then again, I don't want them to raise the floor. Um, they have to. The skill, the skill floor. They have to. Too high. They have but to, they, but they have to. too high. But no, but they have it, to, right? Otherwise, but, but the be thing is, it 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 is going to be high. It is going to be significantly higher, and yeah. there's no way of going about it because Avoiding, people might yeah. think, oh, the you know, but what about the newcomers? Newcomers are gonna have to, as they say, there's on a rise. They're gonna have to get good. Like I, I'm really sorry because if you don't, if just think about it like this. What is one of the biggest complaints that a lot of veterans have for Monster on a Rise? It's too easy. People talk about it all the time. Game's too easy. I think, yeah, too, I think they're going to make this one there's not enough. There's not enough challenge. Juicy. If they if they don't raise the skill ceiling and at the same time give us all of these make, tools, it's not going to be too easy. It's going to be just straight up a cakewalk. You're going to demolish everything yeah. you encounter because I really don't think that a lot of people can can even begin to imagine the potential of switch skill swapping because it's just going to be... You're going to have 
two super powerful moves, actually more because we're going to get new switch skills as well, but you're going to have at the very least two super powerful moves that you can do at any given point that are going to have their own distinct advantages depending on which situation you're on. So, you know, if they don't scale it up, if they don't make things harder, like it's going to get really nasty really fast. Yeah. Can I, I want to make a comment here and just, I don't know if Capcom is trolling us. But what the heck is it with these hard to say phrases and names? Like, come on, make them shorter. Switch, Switch skill swap, skill swap, scroll. Like, are are you kidding me? So wait, so say if that you five save it, is it, is it gonna is it, it going to be a switch skill swap scroll set that you can save? Yes. Like what the what are they doing here with the, like these tongue Switch twisters? skill like, swap scroll set. It's 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 crazy. Like stop it with the s's. Like you don't need to have that many. It's Let really me tell hard you. to say. Let me tell you all about my red scroll switch skill swap set and my blue I mean, scroll I'm, red skill switch. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to get better like pop filters for our mics. Otherwise, we're going to be floating everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Pop, 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 pop. It's going to be horrible. You got swap evade, switch skills, uh, silk bind, sunbreak, switch skills, swap scrolls. Like, stop it with the S's, please. My I God, Sedegios. I was thinking that potentially the the dodge might have been a little bit much. I, I was already thinking that there should be kind of a cooldown when you're doing... Yeah. There, there needs to be some kind of a, a thing that controls it, but according to what they They're did... They're making it a the, buff. Yeah, I, I, will, I always thought, okay, so you switch the skills, there's going to be some kind of like a downside. So they're like, nah, you switch the skills and you dodge at the same time. Like, wait, 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 what What are we doing here? <laughs> this is insane. Like, I really do feel there should be some kind of a cooldown, something to kind of keep the monster, the, the, mon the hunter's power in check. But they're going all out. They're going devil may cry. and yeah, Which I think is great. This is the best opportunity for yeah. them to push it as far as they can because... This is the Street Fighter Alpha. Yeah, I mean, to like Rise decide to say, okay, what if Monster Hunter was even more of an action, like crazy action driven game, and now they're going to double down on it? Like, let's see what that looks like. Let's have fun. So I'm, I'm completely fine because I mean, I think they may push it too far in some areas, and that's fine too because you'd only get progress and you only advance the formula of your franchise when you try new stuff. I saw no mention of Rampage. In this one, which was interesting, um, makes me think maybe point. they're, yeah, maybe they're not. They're they're just trying. Maybe the thing this time instead of rampage, they're doing scripted, you know, quest with NPCs. Maybe that's the big thing. I don't know. I I don't know if they're talking about I a believe, few or if this is gonna be a major feature. I don't know. I believe we're still getting rampage, but uh, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I would rather not. To be honest, I'd rather. Hey, look, just. Rampages, yeah. you know, they were a little bit too easy. It wasn't really what we had in mind, and the community, you know, didn't really care too much for them. So we're going to move on to something else. But it is, like yeah. you said, this is kind of like their one chance to really go all out with the amount of mobility that they've given hunters, the amount of tools that they've given hunters to really just go yeah. balls out with craziness, especially like with the, the switch kill swap system, which is, again, five it's different crazy. switch skill setups that you can swap on the fly super fast with a dodge included it's gonna I'm go looking at wild. the gif of it and it is ridiculous how flashy that dodges after you yeah. switch and you, like can you imagine if evade distance 
the skill applies to this, I'm no, going I'm to be playing dual blades all day. I'm telling, I'm telling you right now. I'm already seeing it as uh, somebody who plays Gunlands. There's a big advantage to being able to out of nowhere it's gonna pop because uh, you can do it with your weapon drawn so i'll do yeah. it just for the dodge because there are so yeah. many situations where the gun lines were just locked into a corner and you actually can't move because the say for instance an apex zenoger especially the emergency one like the emergency apex zenoger will just lock a gun lance user into a corner and you're just locked there there's no tools for you to get out you just you're not going to parry every move that he does. You're not going to, if you have enough stamina and guard five, you can kind of block and hope for the best, but you're going to be yeah. locked then if he puts you in a corner. And at that point, I'll just be like, well, I'm going to dodge away with this switch skill hey, thing you, and boom, done. You just made the switch sound effect. Yeah, like like that. <laughs> yeah, switch. They're really laying into the whole idea that this, this was originally on switch, like crazy. It's funny. I got, I got the PC some, will be coming out same day, which is good, but I got some bad I news. See gotcha. I'm, I'm a main it on PC, dude. Nice. No, I don't blame <laughs> you. It looks good on PC, dude. But, I, uh, like we'll, we'll talk about I it. I can see some going. people. I can see some people concerned like, Oh, you know, weapons are losing their personality. Certain weapons that didn't have mobility now have it. I, I think that's, they're just going to sacrifice and say, let's see what it looks like though. You know, let's make it all. I, I honestly think every weapon's going to have a counter by the end of this. It would not surprise me. Yeah. Because now every weapon will have an evade because of this awesome switch skill evade. And you could do it forward, backward, left, and right. They show it on the website. It looks crazy. Um, all hunters will probably have an ability to do a counter. Longsword will have like 50 ver variations of that, I'm sure. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but yeah, but I'm really interested to see how... now. They're really, I can't think, my imagination cannot think of what more they can do with the hunter. I mean, you can fly, you can jump, you can change direction midway through the air. You can do crazy skills, fly off mountains, you know, backflip at on demand, counter. I want to see what they're going to do to the monsters. And I hope that they put enough work in. Besides just like a, a chomp and a spin, I want I want these hunt, these monsters to be on steroids, basically. I want them to be crazy. This this is something that I'm very concerned about, which is, are the monsters going to be able to keep up? And this is another reason they need to. why I want to play on PC, because I'm telling you, and I'm going to make a video about this. Frame rate? It's it's, no, it's not, it's not just the frame rate. It's like, monsters are harder on PC. Like Because, I, I, again, I have 500 hours on Switch, and I've been playing more and more on PC recently, and it's I can tell the difference. I can tell the goddamn difference, and you can't prove me otherwise there's no way that these monsters are not doing better on pc and not just the monsters either it's the monsters and the palicos like the stuff i've seen my palicos do on pc is wild and i've never seen them do that stuff on switch people told told me back then when i first came up with this theory they're like yeah there was a patch that improved the ai it's good on switch now as well it ain't the same i can guarantee <laughs> you it's not the same and this is not me being like, oh, master is. I don't care about any of that nonsense. Yeah. I really don't. It's just the way I'm just calling them like I see them. I play on PC. I play on Switch. I notice distinct differences and not just even tracking because people are theorizing, oh, they have better tracking because of the frame rates. Yes, there's that, but it's not just that. The behavior of the monster feels different. You know what I'm really curious now that I'm looking at the, the GIFs on the website is Nargakuga does a tail slam on a longsword user, and they use the switch skill evade. Mm -hmm. 
to it looks like they they just had it they they preempted it and they didn't get hit but if this thing has iframes as well oh my god it's gonna be pretty nuts. busted if it's got iframes yeah. it's pretty busted dude yeah but so i mean you're right though it's gonna be it's gonna make the expansion harder to approach for new players yes but i think at this point they're probably saying you know what the people who are going to buy this are not going to be new players primarily. So Most let's of the cater people, to yeah. the, the hardcore audience and let's just uh, let's just double down on what we're trying to do here. And see I hope happens, so. so. I, I hope it's really hard. I hope that they're like, you guys were saying that Rise was easy. <laughs> let, yeah. let, let me show you guys. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to. I want Hold to my beer. ten times to enact some. You know. <laughs> yeah. Something I want to, like I want to get yeeted to out of existence. You know that would be fun. Yeah, it's. I think I hope that it's going to be that level of stuff. I already think that just through the nature of its complexity, it's not going to be a particularly welcome expansion to uh, brand new players, because yeah, again, yeah. it was already more complex in Rise because of switch skills. Yeah, which is something the, uh, that the button, you've never the mechanical had. Yeah. challenge is much higher. And now you have switch skill swap with additional switch skills. So people are going to have to get better at like, you know, managing their builds and on top of it, knowing when to use which skill, switch skill. And I think that that is a good thing for people that are used to playing the game. But again, it is not going to be particularly easy for newcomers. But then again, that's why we're here. We're going to be creating all kinds yeah. of guides and stuff. The the Monster Hunter Veteran fun, community, yeah. like they'll all be creating guides. So we'll make it as approachable I, as I it can possibly hard. be. Yeah. I, I do hope, I hope it's hard. very hard. They can't they can't run in the mi middle. It won't work. Yeah. Either be too OP or it's going to be a mess, but I think there's there's potential for this to be a very different feeling monster Hunter game. As as a matter of fact, if you think about it, that could be the reason why we're getting the follower quests. Because that'll make it more approachable to newcomers because there'll be two yeah. hunters in the quest. And the monster's not going to just be focusing them all the time. So that's their way of practicing and it. And yeah, that's their way of like practicing and learning so that when they go to the hub, to go the, to the hub, yeah, then they'll be more prepared for what is coming. For At teamwork. Least, and yeah, that's that's what I would expect, but we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Then they talked about uh, wall running without wire dashing. We already knew about yep. this one. You can just run up a wall and just press our, I say R1, but it's R1 or R on your yeah. Switch controller shoulder button on your xbox run up the yeah, walls that's a welcome and they can quality of life and they confirmed the thing that we theorized a while ago which is wyvern riding is no longer mandatory uh i think yeah. this was the first time they officially confirmed it right no no what do you mean They've, no they confirmed this on twitter months ago no 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 no. that was not a confirmation they showed us the the elements and you and i we started talking about how potentially there wasn't going to be mandatory wyvern riding, but there was no official confirmation as far as I can remember. There was a tweet, at least in Japanese, there was a tweet where they were talking about it and on the screen was an option for, yeah, yeah. you know, auto mount or not. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's when you and I, we theorized this could be a thing. How is that a theory though? Because they didn't confirm that it would be optional. Well, there was a toggle. So yeah, that I mean, was a toggle I thought, I thought for it was, the... The, the, I, I didn't it was, see that it as was an official news. confirmation, but yeah. Yeah, for the, me it wasn't news. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, we know that. Now they officially confirmed that you don't have to do wyvern riding. So this, so what do you think is going to happen here? They didn't really show us a good example. They just show the hunter wailing on it while it's in rideable yeah, state. Yeah, how's it going to work, right? Yeah, because you can't leave the monster throughout the entire duration. 
of the rideable state yeah. for the hunters to wail on because then no, there's it'll, literally it'll, no I imagine reason. they'll just cancel it. Yeah, right? it'll, it'll break I'm out of curious, it. I'm kind of curious. I'm very curious how they're going to change it, right? Because if you can initiate it by a button press or whatever, then I get it like for for like single player, but like multiplayer could be a mess, right? Because yep. if it, whose setting takes precedence at that point, right? Is it going to be something it's that gonna you be individual. in the room setting? No, it's going to be individual. Gonna be individual? So, yeah. like, if I'm going for a mount, but the guy, you know, is the, the crazy dual blade user who won't stop swinging even though he's not even in demon mode, you know, I get him into a mountable state and he just, you know, or I throw a puppet spider and get him mountable and someone just goes up and starts whacking him. Like, are yes. we going to lose the mount? Yes. That will be kind of frustrating. Yeah, it, it will. Like, you'll, you'll have to figure out between each hunters how you want to handle that. I feel like, but basically in random rooms, like will it be the hunter that triggered the mountable state that it that decides? No, it's, like, no, it's going to be it's going to be because it's an individual control setting. So yeah, you, so I don't know how it's going to work online. What do you mean? You know exactly how it's going to work. It just we just don't know how people are going to feel about it. So say for instance, if I have the setting that I keep attacking the monster and not mount it, and you have the setting to mount it instantly with one attack. If you throw the puppet spider, but I'm attacking it, I won't mount it. If you run up to it and you attack it, you will mount it. But I won't because yeah, in my if, settings, what if you? In my settings, okay. I have the thing that says no. I don't want to mount automatically. I want to have to sheath my weapon okay, and press. Maybe a I, this is my old man brain not grasping it. But let's say like I want to go for a mount, right? So I yes. throw a puppet spider at a yes. narga, and then you run up and you just hit it. But you've got you know the the regular setting on. Are you or you have the uh, turn off auto, auto mount, right? Yes. So like, does that just ruin my puppet spider? No, it won't instantly ruin your puppet spider. It'll still be mountable for whatever duration they allow people to hit it for. But if I hit it but fast I will have enough, to hit it. yeah, you will have to get to it in time to mount it if you want to mount. Because again, this is with us assuming that if a hunter chooses to whack on it then uh, they're going to end the mountable state faster because if they don't, then it's overpowered as hell because the monster's yeah, yeah. just going to sit there for almost like, I don't know, 30 seconds or yeah, however long what, that thing lasts. Yeah, what, what I'm struggling to, to envision is a lot of times the mountable state is not something you purposely do. A lot of times is yep. a monster runs in and gets smacked by the other monster and they're instantly mountable. Mm -hmm. And if I just, if that's a really good opportunity to get items, right? Because you mount them and you, you, you get more drops. And if I just keep game paired with people online who have turned that off because everyone says it was a horrible feature, even though I, you know, everyone's different and how they think about it. Like if everyone's just going to start ruining every mountable opportunity, that could be really frustrating. Yeah, that that I mean, that's is what's going to happen, because, again, assuming that the mountable thing gets reduced when you, you know, when you hit it, you keep hitting it during the mountable state. So basically, if you want to mount, you better be quick about it, because otherwise somebody's going to cancel him out of it and just keep beating on it. At least this is what I I'm assuming, I, but I, yeah. I don't actually know. Yeah, it would it'd be nice if I, I haven't thought this through, by the way, so I could be stating very bad ideas, but like. What if it was a room setting? Like when you decide to host a room, you decide, you know, like... Host decides, yeah. Yeah, will it be uh, instant mountable or will it need to be triggered? You know, like specifically. I, I think that would be an elegant solution. But the, the, the thing there is that you are taking choices away from players. So say, I don't want to mount. 
Yeah. But you're the host and you decide, no, you will mount. It's like you're taking control away from me. So yeah. it, it's going to have to be uh, a per player setting. There's no, there's yeah, we'll no way it around works. it. Yeah, but some it, of I, these scenes, you know, like it's going to be maybe it, will not be an issue. I don't know. It's going to be, I feel like the same thing that the community had to deal with when there were people that were instantly capping and there were people that yeah. didn't want it to capture so yeah it's gonna be kind of the same thing you're gonna have to communicate yeah. hey it's an online game you have to communicate yeah. you have to they talk to the other people and figure out got what presets, you want to do you know? yeah so yeah the, but again it is gonna be a. I think that a majority of the veteran players will probably turn it off like I'm I will turn it off simply because I want to be able to have the choice because there will be situations when I will want to mount and there will be situations yeah. when I don't want to mount. Like to give an example, if I suddenly trigger a mounted state, I don't want to mount. Like if the monster's alone, I don't want to mount. However, yeah. if the monsters are fighting and they trigger oh, yeah. a mounted state, I do want to mount because yeah. then I want to beat the other monster to get additional materials. So to me, I want to have that option and that's the way that I'm going to be playing. And I think that a majority yeah. of people will probably be playing like that as well. I think a majority of people won't even engage in the mount, even during two monster fights, because they're probably running dung bombs or something like that, which is something that I don't run. But, uh, you know, it's going to be each player is going to have their own style that they're going to have to deal with. But there will be friction in the community, I think. I think there'll definitely probably, be some friction yeah. in the community. But uh, then we have, uh, I was I was basically going frame by frame and trying to find as many of the new uh, weapon mechanics that they showed oh, nice. uh, during the, the trailer. So one of the things that I identified is the insect glaive has the, what, what did you call the thing where you throw it? And extract it gathers, hunter? Yeah, I think it's got extract hunter because essentially you get to throw the kinsect, at least they show you throwing the kinsect, and then uh, I think it's going to get the three extracts, but I don't know if that is the case or not. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I have you, no idea. And then there's the other one, which is um, also from the insect glaive. They do something in the air, like some kind of a strange move, where it kind of spins the glaive and the insect is there. And I don't know what that is triggering. So there's a, a weird one for the gun lance that has me really excited. Not sure if you noticed that one, which is a gun lance blast dash special shot combo. So this is a really weird thing. So what happens is the hunter aims the, the gun lance backwards like you do when you do blast dash. He blast yeah. dashes, but midway through the air, the gun lance folds, starts charging a special shot from the place where you usually reload, and then he lands it on the monster, fires, and I was like, what is this? It, he fires the gun lance when it folded open as when it reloads. And that special shot is, um, you can do that outside of this combo that I just said with blast dash, fold and app, special shot. Oh. You can do it outside where just like, instead of doing like a wyvern fire, I'm not sure if it replaced the wyvern fire or not. It's the closest thing that I can think of. Huh. The gun lance folds and then there's a big blast coming straight from the cannon and boom. And I'm not sure. But you can do sure that during a, a dash I don't, I don't know if it's like a special switch skill. I don't know if it's a huh. special blast dash. But yes, you can do it in the middle of a blast dash, which is, again, it's the same thing. It has me wondering, how the hell is this even going to work? Yeah. It's insane. But yeah, it, 
I think it might replace Wyvern Fire, but I'm not sure. But it's definitely a really cool looking skill, and I'm super excited for that one. But it ain't no double A flare, which made me sad. <laughs> not sure double A flare. So I think we're getting that thing instead of double A flare. So we'll see what that is. But yeah. Then um Very cool. I have a lot of stuff for Longsword, because Longsword is what they showed the most. So one of the things I'm not sure if it's longsword specific or if it can be done by anything, where you essentially see the hunter, like it's almost like he doesn't. You don't actually see a wire bug. There's only like three frames in the animation almost, so you can barely see what's going on. But the hunter does something with his hands, and then you see Silkbind spinning around him, and he has a longsword equipped. But I don't know what that is. It's just you just see silk <laughs> a circle of silk bind around the hunter but i don't know if anybody knows what that is if you're a longsword let us know in the comments but i saw that then there's a new longsword combo so you know how you have the uh whatchamacallit the the spirit slash combo that you get then then you have the one which is the spirit reckoning combo whatever the hell they call it um there's another one that's different that is uh different from those two at least from what i can tell huh. And then there's some kind of new Yaya tech, I think, because they kept showing it during transitions where the hunter would do a Yaya tech, but they would have flames behind them, red flames. Hmm. So I, again, no idea what that is. This is one of the rare, one of the rare moments I've only seen the trailer twice. This was not, this was not in the trailer. I don't think this was in the, this is like several different moments during the actual digital event where they showed different things. And I just collated all of them to figure out all the different things. But yeah, that's the long sword stuff. Then heavy bowgun. I think it's going to have siege mode because they show the hunter like kneeling down and shooting. Mm. So that's probably siege mode. What what did siege mode even do? Yeah. I said, good luck with that. With the monsters is running (laughs) around fast. Like, Good luck. You're going you're gonna to need something that, you know, how there's the, what's it called, distraction or whatever, where monsters will attack you more often. You're going to need the opposite of that, which I don't yeah. think that's even in the game. You're going to need the opposite of that to do siege mode. Or maybe siege mode will be really fast. Like you'll pop on your knees to do and then done. Yeah. Might be something like that. Like you'll buff one or two, um, one or two shots and be done with it. Then we got uh, what looks to be chaos oil for the sword and shield. Not sure if you've seen that animation where it just draws a shield and you can see white flames coming out of it. That could potentially be Chaos Oil, which is pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that most Sword and Shield mains out there are super excited for Chaos Oil. Um, The hammer is getting a Silk Mind attack that's essentially the spinning attack from the Hunting Horn. Oh, nice. You didn't notice this? I didn't. I, I I, I, I watched it. I was like, that looks so damn cool. And then me and you know went back to Final Fantasy. <laughs> we were in the middle of, we were in the middle of doing uh, extremes and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the the hammers got uh, the silk bind spin. Uh, I think that the dual blades are getting a new uh, base combo. From what I could see, you could see them moving in a different way that I can't really identify from any of the other combos. The bow is getting some kind of special silk bind shot which actually attaches mm. like a, a silk bind rope to the monster and oh, it stays okay. attached. So like the dual blades? Like yeah, the, the, yeah, throwing kind, a kunai in the monster? Kind of like the dual blades, but it's much more pronounced because dual blades is like a thin wire, right? This one's yeah, just straight up see. a thick like uh, thing that is thick. attached to the monster 
while they're firing at it and you and it seems like they're doing other skills while that thing is attached so i'm not sure what kind of effect that does the light bow gun got some kind of like a retreat shot where basically they shoot and then as the person is falling back from the recoil they use a wire bug to pick themselves back up uh they showed mm. a new greatsword power up which is different from the usual like power sheet whatever they had it just powered up the sword but again, it was very quick. It just shows them powering up the sword with the blue animation. A taste, That's it. They got you. Yeah, just, just, just a little like, taste. May sixteenth. And, <laughs> and then the um, the switch axe is getting a new discharge. Some kind of new discharge. Oh, yeah. They they showed all of that. Those were all of the switch skills that I was able to identify. But uh, damn, that's yeah. a lot. I see. I didn't know if I was going to do a analysis this weekend over the video and then put out my thoughts in a video form on my channel. I probably should um before wait for the weapon stuff to come out and then just start going as going through them because it'll be kind of weird to be like speculating then three days later they release a video on two weapons and you know everything i was like i wonder what no i know what it does it's like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but, uh, i know what you mean uh but yeah those that is pretty much everything that they talked about in the event itself in the digital event and the um, the thing now is like i was expecting them to tease what was one of the biggest community complaints which is some kind of an end game loop like for them to just give oh, you a I little bit I of don't a, do it. a little bit of a taste of what you can expect to be doing or, or at least even just outright tell you okay we're going to have this system in place we're going to be able to grind for this or grind for that and i know that they haven't teased anything like that before it's just mostly because the community was so outspoken in regards to that. Yeah, I and think that'll the be the last thing to talk about. But like, sort of like the guild quest, they did that with four. They waited until the ROM was complete and went gold. And then at the completion party, they started talking about guild quests. Hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's sort of like in June, like two weeks prior to release, that's what they start to talk about is some new sort of, you know, end game loop, so to say. That mm -hmm. wouldn't surprise me. I, don't, I think it's still a little early because, I mean, they, they still have a lot of monsters to go through. They still have some subspecies of the new monsters from Rise that they haven't shown us, right? Uh, or have they shown them all? I don't know because we don't know if they're going to do subspecies for everything. Like, we only have... Oh, they, they, they always do for the, the base monsters, don't they? The 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 new ones, that they the, the flagship oh. new ones that they introduced. Like, Tetranodon is going to have Tetranodon doesn't, doesn't have one then. Um, I'm sure he will. Tetranodon and I'm sure he, or Izuchi. More Izuchi, yeah. Izuchi, I don't, I don't know if they would because he's like the beginning, like yeah. great jaggy monster. But like Tetranodon, I could totally see having a subspecies that they haven't talked about. Um, also, Rachna Kadaki, I could see having a subspecies. I, I almost want to say that they always give a subspecies to the flagship new monsters of that game. Hmm. I could be wrong, but that's the impression I've always had. So I mean, I'm did fully Angie. expecting that to be the next. They did Angie, Viper, Puke Puke. No, all uh, of them. Yeah, they did. Was it all of them? I don't know if it was all of them now that I think about it. I was going to say, the, the only ones that they don't do is the, the great ones, like Great Jaggy or Great Baggy or Great Jagras and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Because they, they really don't. They're not far enough in the game to really warrant so you'd expect, getting a subspecies. You'd expect to also get a subspecies of Aknosome? That's the that's the iffy gray point, but I it wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. I think Agnesum and Tetranodon and um, 
Who else was there? Uh, Gasarag. I totally imagine they're going to have subspecies. And then as they release maybe two at a time, they'll probably talk about another returning monster. So I could I could easily see them announcing a good three, at least another six to eight monsters um, before release, talking about them. I actually hope they don't. This was one of my favorite things about this presentation was that only three monsters. I'd be, yeah. I'd be perfectly fine if they didn't uh, do any of that. If they just straight up, nope, these are the monsters we're going to reveal, and the rest of it you have to discover in the game for yourselves. I think that would be much more interesting. Again, I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I just, they're, you either going to learn about it in a cool curated format by Capcom, or you're going to learn about it from someone on Twitter. So I would much rather learn about it from them and also like i just there i don't know what percentage but i still think that there's probably a good amount of players who are you know don't understand what massive expansion means yep you know especially on switch because they only started doing like the dlc type expansions with iceborne so to say so there could be player confusion and i think from a sales standpoint it would be kind of dumb for them to not but, but clearly listen, state what the proposition is before it goes on sale. But you know listen, what I mean? they, they don't have to do that. Just refer them to my video. It's done. I already did all of the legwork. <laughs> like, I, I did everything. You don't have to tell people about it. I already told people about it. Just just, just tell you. them to go watch my video. <laughs> That's what you got to do. <laughs> hey, listen, Rurikon made a video that explains how, how much you can expect from these expansions really, really well because we don't want to spoil these monsters. <laughs> we don't want to explo- exploit these monsters for for you. How much exploit? Um, not exploit. Spoil. Uh, how many monsters do you think we're going to be getting? Well, I haven't even thought about. I said I said a minimum of twenty, yeah. but after looking at the numbers, because like just out of curiosity, how many monsters do you think are in Monster Hunter Rise right now? Oh, without looking. Yeah, without looking. Um. Oh God, I I. Uh, without even thinking and trying to count them in my head, just like gut feeling, like how many yes. do I feel they were in there? Yeah. I don't know, like 45? That was really freaking close. That was very close. It's Am I close? It's 46. Ooh. <laughs> wow, my, my gut feeling is pretty damn on. Because, like, I was I was thinking about this yesterday when I was uh, do, I, I was doing this live in my video. I Damn, didn't if, imagine before. if I would have nailed it. Imagine if I would have said 46. That would have been awesome. Damn, yeah, it would have been cool. Damn. But um, I, I, was, I was thinking that I was thinking it's something in the lines of 36, 37, because I think it came out with, I seem to remember it came out with 31, if I'm not mistaken. And then I was thinking, okay, so it's probably going to be like 36, 37 with all the ones that were added. No, it's 46. I was like, wait, what? That's a lot. That's way more than I thought. That is insane. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's got a lot of monsters for sure. I like that they mentioned that they will have the, uh, the of course, uh, down the expansions post-launch. You know, yeah, the support. Because they, they mentioned it this time. I think they're going to tease who the first one is in the, in the June. You still think it's going to uh, be our boy it, Gore? I think it's a high possibility. Yeah. yeah. I if I was their marketing manager, that's what I would do. I've been because that uh, would cr- that would generate so much damn buzz, not only on release date, but in the the coming month or two before it comes. Yeah. It'd be perfect from a marketing standpoint to do that. I think. So I I've been thinking about you know how I've been saying that Legia Cruz is definitely going to be coming back. 
I don't, think so. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so anymore. He might, and I'd be happy if he did. But I think it would make a lot more sense if they bring Lagayakris back when they reintroduce water combat, which is a high possibility for the next Monster, Monster Hunter game. Six? Yeah, so I, I think that Lagayakris will come back in the next Monster Hunter. I mean, Hunter and would you want have... him in this game, honestly, though, yes. without swimming? Yes. He'd be on land. Yes. He would be a cakewalk yeah. with all listen, this evasion the, and wire bugs. He'd be so easy. No, listen, Gajin. The answer as to whether or not I would he, like to Izuchi see Lagayakris. would be more powerful. Listen, the answer as to whether or not I would like to see Lagayakris is always yes. In any I game. Know. Yes, I would love to see Lagayakris. <laughs> like, I'm playing um, uh, Elden Ring. Would you like to see Lagayakris? Yes. 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 <laughs> Final Fighter Fantasy Yes, 14. I would like to see Lagayakris. Yes, I'd like to see Lagayakris. <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> okay, I I like that answer. That's a good one. But yeah, I, I, I don't. That. I don't. I don't think that that is gonna be. Um, I don't think that that's gonna be a thing. Maybe we'll see. I think. We'll I think. I think the monster is too beloved to throw it in as a token. I think it needs. I think the environment needs to to speak to it. I really think underwater coming back is in like you know next gen or current gen, uh, like Monster Hunter Six. I think would be perfect. Mm, yeah. But uh, I, I, I wouldn't want to see a flagship treated just like a token like that. So so right now they're bringing in all the fl the Fast and Furious boys like Ryzax. Not Ryzax, I'm sorry. Uh, Asolos is his name yep. in English. Sorry. This Japanese name is just too iconic. You think, I just, it comes out of the mouth. You think we're getting the, the Faded Four? I, well, Gameth, hell no. Gameth, Gameth like, is so hard. That poor girl would get spanked so Gameth hard. Oh is, it, it always goes back to that. It's like, would Glavinus work? Yes. Astalos, definitely. It's already coming. Mizutune, definitely works. What do you do about Gameth? Like, what do you, you do six. Uh, Monster Hunter 6? I, I don't know, but it would be cool for, for them to bring them all back. But they ha definitely have to do something special about Gamoth. And I don't know what yeah. that could be because Gamoth will not compete with the mobility. What There's I no want way. them to do is so, like, they, they took one of the Faded Four and made it, like, sort of like a f not a flagship, but like a, a talking point for World, right? So Glavinus got the spotlight and yeah. it even got a, a subspecies in Iceborne. I want to see a subspecies for Mizutsune in this game. Dude, because a, Mizutsune was very a, much the... the, the there, there's the, already Mizutsune. There's already Apex I Mizutsune. Know, Apex you want another then, Mizutsune? Like, you're I showing, love Mizutsune. You're showing your bias here, okay? We're, oh, yeah. We're getting oh, yeah. Glavinous, I'm okay? I'm, I'm with Eric's on this one. We're getting oh, Glavinous. Oh, good God, no. Yes. He'd be a pushover. Dude, Glavinous... What was he going to do? He gonna strike down his big tail. Oh no! I'll just uh, evade. Oh, I'll switch skills, swap scrolls, set Dude. swap, 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 switch, evade out of that. Like, come on. Glavinus is gonna beat your be face so hard because it's not just gonna be Glavinus. It's gonna be Apex Glavinus, which is gonna be uh, Hellblade. Okay, he's gonna come in with blast. He's gonna mess you up. You'll see. When he starts biting his tail and going like. He's gonna destroy everyone, dude. It will end the world. <laughs> he just does spin to win. He just like becomes an Uragon and goes on the arena. <laughs> Glavinus goes squawk, 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 like an helicopter. <laughs> it's like Glavinus comes out onto the arena and you hear, you hear this theme song for Beyblade. It's Beyblade. <laughs> What's funny is I've never seen Beyblade, but when we play with our uh, Monster Hunter dolls, 
and we start flinging them. Like we'll refer to them as Beyblade, even though yeah, all Bay I Blades. just know is that Beyblades are spin. That's all I know. So yeah, I I I never seen Beyblade either. I've heard the mm. theme song. That's spin all. Spin to know. win. Yeah. It's a spin to win. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another thing is, like I was telling you, dude, I am going to be playing it on PC, and the reason why is with the new setup that I've put. I now have my good PC in my house, so it's like I can just play it properly in my house, and I. On top of it, I bought a new monitor. Ooh. A 144 hertz monitor with variable refresh rate. And it's a small one. It's a small one because I don't have a lot of room. So it's only 28 inch, which gives it ridiculous pixel density. What's what's the resolution? 1440? No, 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 no. 4K. 4K? 4K. Okay. Wow. So it's be 4K, 100 plus FPS. Uh, it's not running always at 144. That's to say, at that at that size though, you could do 1440p to get yeah, out max frame rates, and it would look gorgeous. No, but it still looks gorgeous with the ridiculous pixel density. Mm. And the thing is, the variable refresh rate, which they call adaptive, whatever the, the fresh, hell. Yeah. Uh, that thing. Right, you're it's in the like, AMD it, family. It just feels so. It, it's just so good. Yeah, what, FreeSync or yeah, FreeSync, FreeSync on it FreeSync, is okay. just friggin' gorgeous, and it's like I'm in the AMD family, but it's I'll tell you right now, first chance I get, I have to get an Nvidia. I hate it, but I need to do it because encoding on a single computer with an AMD GPU is terrible. Their their mm-hmm. um, streaming encoder is completely atrocious. It does a terrible job, and it's very not efficient. And with NVIDIA, it's just so much better. Which, again, I, I don't like NVIDIA, but when it comes to, you know, streaming encoders and whatnot, they're, and I wasn't aware of this, but they're just like so far ahead that it's not even a race. It's like mm. AMD never even left the finish line. This <laughs> is so bad. But uh, the, wouldn't, couldn't you just use like an Elgato 4K inside of the, the PC and just have that doing all the the heavy lifting it doesn't do the encoding elgato will do the capturing but it will not do the encoding the encoding has to be done by either cpu or gpu the streaming encoding so elgato can capture stuff and there's another issue with using delgato which is uh i would lose variable frame rate Ah. because you have to clone your monitor and do all this other stuff because the 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 capture card will not do variable frame rate it will get you 60 yeah. it won't even do more than 140 hertz it'll just like hey you want 60 hertz and i was like no i bought this 144 hertz monitor i don't want 60 hertz yes. thank you very much <laughs> thank you give me my 144 yeah but yeah that's that's what i've been working on the last couple of days setting up all of that stuff and it's finally in a workable uh position but yeah real quick mm. um recap before we sign off um how's uh everything going on in 14 because i know you're probably dying to talk about it i'm dying to play it right now Yuna's playing she's <laughs> farming for it she's farming for a set and i'm like looking over like a drug addict like can I get yes it? yeah i can tell you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm what is she doing but uh no 14 is great um like it's been a few weeks since I talked about it here in the podcast, but Yuna got through the main story quest uh, a, a while ago, and it only took her five weeks, which is crazy. That is not healthy. And yes, and, she, and she's watching all the cutscenes and stuff, you know. So 
we're having a good time bonding and just falling in love with the game. We just bought the encyclopedias in Japanese. I already had them in English. Uh, we're just having a lot of fun with Extreme Hunts. So yeah, it's it's fun. I didn't realize I'm almost at 1,300 hours. So um, yeah, that's why I haven't... I mean, that and also we haven't had a new Monster Hunter game yet. So that's why I haven't done many videos on my YouTube because if I'm going to take a break from doing videos yeah, gonna... to like do something, playing my first... An MMO I actually really, really like, and doing it with my daughter, like yeah, that's a good reason. You're gonna to, to take a break. You're gonna you're gonna be very refreshed when uh, Sunbreak comes around for sure. But me and you, I'm telling you, the first thing we said to each other after we saw the the event for Monster Hunter was, how the hell are we going to balance this? Yeah, because she's super excited for Sunbreak as well. We we played a lot of that together, and we're kind of like, oh, how do we do? Sunbreak and FF <laughs> at the same time and she has school and I've got work and I've got obviously I'm a parent so it's like there's not enough hours in the day so I'm like I I'm a little scared it's, I do think that ultimately Sunbreak will take the will take over most of our time and like FF would be like the every other day get it get it in our fix yeah so it's I mean that's eventually where you get to uh, on a good MMO you go into a thing which people call uh, maintenance mode it's just you've mm. been working on all of the like old content because the stuff that you're doing is not really current content because anybody that is just doing current content, they've probably been in maintenance mode for months, which basically means, oh, I'll yeah. log in every now and then, do an expert roulette, do a little bit of rating and whatnot, and then just you know wait for the next patch. But yeah. But I'm working on getting all my crafters up to 90. That's such a waste of gill, and I gave you another million gill for you to waste on that stupid... No, actually, you know, I've, I haven't lost much money on the armorer. Much the armorer stuff sells money. really well. <laughs> much Well, money. it's not really a lot. Well, you, th you figure, I'll hit 90 today, and that's, that's... I just started yesterday, right? So, like... And I did alchemist in one day. That went from 1 to 90 in one day. Jesus Usually, Christ. for a crafter, it takes, I'd say, if you do it smart, about 400,000 gill to power level one day from one to 90. Uh, and that's playing it smart, like going on, checking out the market boards and all the different servers, making sure you're buying the right things, crafting it when it makes sense and stuff like that. Don't be abusing, you know, use collectibles instead of leaves and stuff like that. Um, the stuff for armor sells pretty good. So I've, I've been able to uh, not abuse the incredibly generous funds that you gave me. <laughs> Uh, but the thing is, it's like, am I just blowing money and not getting anything out of it? No. Like, I will be able to, you could, you, in the future, you'll be able to demand, hey, craft me this. Hey, fish me this. Because I'll have everything max. I'll be able to do that, you know? The thing that's going to kill my gill is once I get to the point where I need to make the, the best in set crafter set. That's going to be the, uh, the killer. The that, the, that still, that still sounds like a complete waste of gill. Cause like I I don't I don't like crafting I just do crafting for the beast tribes and whatnot that's the only reason I do crafting and gathering so yeah I'm not even I'm oh, yeah, never gonna a, it's craft been a fun that time. stuff I'm not even gonna bother with it <laughs> and I you know as much as I love our free company house and I'm gonna be taking care of it every day like we do um, I don't know if we can have a garden in it and if not I think I want to also have a house what do you mean a me garden? and want me and Yuna want to get into gardening. Because that's where you get the real money. We already have a thing tiny. to do gardening. 
Where is it? It's right next to the Chocobo thing. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I didn't <laughs> it, so, it was one of the first things I told them to put in there. It's a gardening are, are we harvesting the, the onions for Chocobo levels or no? I'm not doing anything because I've, I've already oh, said I don't know no how to do anything. any of this. The, so the, it's just there. The garden is there. And we can put more gardens. But yeah, the garden's okay, already we'll there. We'll take care of it. <laughs> That was but I'm like, dude, it. that was literally the first thing when we got the house. I told him, okay, we need somebody needs to buy a garden so that we can start doing this Thavnarian onions nonsense. Yeah, yeah, and I don't but, think anybody's and done. Then, and then we put the garden there, and I was like, okay, now figure out how to do it because I have no idea how to do any of this. But there's already a garden there. It's right next to the Chocobo stable that nobody uses. <laughs> there's, there's wait, how do you, wait, you can use a you can use a stable. You can paint your Chocobo. With the stable. I did not. Wow, I did not. I thought we were just all staring at, who's it, Altani's? Uh, I thought Hollow's, we were just looking at it. Hollow's Chocobo. Hollow's, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I did not know that. You, can, you, you basically, that. you feed the Chocobo berries of different colors. Like, have you never noticed that my Chocobo is red? I don't look, I have not seen your Chocobo. I would remember hey. if I had seen your Chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen your so, chocobo before in my life. <laughs> yeah, what, what color did you paint your cock? <laughs> God damn it's it! A bird. It's a bird. It's it's not. It's a chocobo. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, whatever you want to call it, man. I I painted it Dalamud red. It's it's very good. It's very. I, I like the red color. But yeah, you can paint it all kinds <laughs> of colors. It can be black, white, uh, yellow is the default one, green, whatever you want. It's basically the idea is you force feed him a bunch of different colored fruits and you get it. I mean, there's no other way of saying it. You literally sit it down in a stable and then you stuff him full of fruit. Peta going to be like, what's up with this third fleet podcast talking about force feeding birds? <laughs> force feeding chocobos? <laughs> Selective ev- evolution, come on. What what kind of, what kind of um, what's it called? Friggin, um, what kind of eugenics operation you got running? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> what are you doing to these chocobos? They've done nothing well, then wrong. I will have to find, I'll have to figure out the rarest color you can get and we'll have to. No, it's, it's not really, it's not really a rarity thing. You think of it more of as an RGB thing. Right, the, the, uh, depending okay. on which fruits you feed it, you get a certain RGB color. But you need to look that stuff up online because it's very, very specific. Like you feed, let's say, yeah. oh, I fed him the wrong fruit ten times, and now he's purple. Oops. <laughs> so you got to be careful with that. It's, but, it's yeah. the old insect life system from Monster Hunter Four G. Yeah, but you can. You, basically, you can't use the chocobo while you're doing that, obviously. But yeah, you put the chocobo in there, you feed him a bunch of different colored fruit. And then he changes color after a certain amount of hours. Fun. Well, stop yeah. feeding my addiction. Stop telling me new stuff to do. <laughs> exactly. How are you? What are you playing? Because then there's no more uh, Third Fleet podcast. I've been playing uh, Monster yeah. Rise on PC. I basically boosted um, my friend. I boosted Q. Q plays on Switch. Remember, he mm. bought it on PC. Yeah. We boosted him to Endgame in one day. One. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Both of me and you have issues. No, but it's, it's like he had he's he's already done everything on on Switch, right? So we just you know oh, we got him okay. in there, so he and just we wanted to catch up. Yeah, we wanted to catch him up on PC, so we boosted him up in one day. Uh, he's already yeah. got most of the stuff uh, ready. He's just like fixing up the last little bits of his longsword set, and he's gonna be pretty much good to go uh, in like one or two days. And we're gonna be just grinding for 
we're gonna be just grinding for like decorations and stuff like that uh over the next nice. couple of days so that we get all of that stuff set up i'm also grinding some stuff for myself i want to do um sword and shield sets i'm actually not sure if i'm gonna be maining gunlance in in sunbreak because because of the the amount of maintenance that you have to do with ground splitter because with ground splitter right now that you have switch skills the mo probably one of the most ideal ways to play is going to be ground splitter then swap the switch skill then do something else and then ground splitter runs out and then ground splitter again and it's like i don't know i don't know dude there's so much maintenance for such little gain but then again it does have that cool new move that i kind of want to see so i'll have to check out if that is going to be a thing or not but yeah interesting but yeah it's been well, rising okay. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be doing elden ring new game plus probably still before sunbreak comes out because i hear that new game plus is going to be real easy to go through and i'm i'm really with new game plus i don't want to use uh ashen spirits but i'm really going to mm. go all out with busting the game with really powerful weapons because you know how people keep saying that oh but ashen spirits break the game and i'm just like no let me show you how you break the game and i don't need no goddamn ashen spirits to do it <laughs> this is gonna be something like that i'm gonna make a statement on new game plus or maybe i'll get stomped who knows either way it'll, it will be interesting uh, that's crazy but yeah uh so we yeah, will probably I, I have to, i have to give you a, a, a rare random fact oh before we uh before we call it i was just looking for a thing so if you were to have a blanding turtle lay an egg a, today the hell's a blanding it's turtle. a type of, it's a it's a it's a type of turtle why is it you called blanding have, no 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 why is it called blanding know. what huh? bland there, there there has to be some kind of a no, logic a to blanding I'm, yeah it's but why I'm, is it blanding <laughs> so weird i think it, this the scientific name is weird it's like blanding or something but blanding anyways it's it's in a u.s turtle there's a turtle that if you were to have it lay an egg today on or about the release date of Sunbreak, it, it would hatch. <laughs> 49 days. That's it. We're only 49 days out. That's crazy. 49 days out from Sunbreak. I can't wait. That's going to be yeah, good so times. I think around 40 days, I'll start doing my weird countdown tweets like I usually do number of hours and all of that stuff uh, number of all that I'll, I'll try to be more creative this time and get really <laughs> crazy with it oh man but anyway guys next week we'll have more news for you with the uh reveals of obviously the weapon switch skills and all of that stuff yeah Exciting. but for now that is going to be it for this uh week's episode of the third fleet podcast thank you all very much for watching if you enjoyed it Make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, hit the bell notification icon, all that stuff. There's going to be links to all of Gaijin's stuff in the, com not the comment section, in the description of this video down below. We'll see you guys in the next one. Stay strong, stay safe, and stay healthy over 49 days and get ready for some fun.